0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Suit Yourself Podcast, part of the Finish First Media Productions team. My name is Austin. I'm co-host number one, joined tonight by co-host number two. Co-host number two. My name is Brandon. Hello, Brandon. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you. Uh, I don't really have a good question for Brandon today. That's all right. uh, As is standard, so we're just going to go ahead and bypass. Uh, I just got done playing soccer for an hour and a half, so I'm a little bit tired. How was it? Uh, It was great. It's always nice to get out there and move the body. I also uh, lifted weights today, so I'm just a little tired. Sounds good. It was excellent. Thank you. Thank you for your interest. Um, Welcome to the show, everybody. Today is September 16th, 2020, the year of Terrible. We will be discussing or recapping, to begin with, the first Monday night football games, the two of them. Uh, We will then be moving on to a preview of week two, what you can expect for week two, as well as some guess, not guess the lines, but predictions as far as uh, which way we would personally bet on the game. So uh, what do you say, Brandon? Let's jump right into it. I would love to jump right into it. All right. So the first game that we are going to be discussing is the first game that occurred on Monday. Uh, this is going to be the Steelers versus the Giants. Um, all I got to say, it was very nice to see Big Ben back in action. Uh, I thought he looked, you know, he started off a little cold, but he he kind of warmed back up and kind of got into a place where he was very good. And like we discussed, the last time we saw him uh, in any real form, he he performed very well and had an excellent, I believe it might have even been a career best in yards season. So it was nice to see him get back out there. Uh, all of the, the receivers had a chance to have a year, uh, an extra year. I know, you know, Deontay Johnson, James Washington, that helped them out quite a bit. Um, just some initial reactions. I guess Daniel Jones looked, I'm just going to say, okay. The Giants have a pretty heavy slate. They're kind of front-loaded uh, this year on the beginning. So I'm, I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass. The Pittsburgh defense might be a top defense in this league. I definitely expect it to be. Uh, and so I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass there. Um, but just real quick, jumping in, and then I'll, I'll move to Big Boo here. Uh, I was probably – the biggest takeaway is that Deontay Johnson – and this was kind of something we had guessed, but Deontay Johnson had the most targets on the team with 10. Uh, him and Juju tied for receptions with six. But, uh, Deontay clearly led the team, uh, as far as the targets went. And that's something I think that was a little bit undersold mm-hmm. in the offseason. I know there were a lot of people suggesting that he may have a good year and this could be a breakout for him, but I don't think anybody was expecting a breakout to the extent that he had, uh, tonight and, uh, you know, and let's not get too crazy. It was only for 57 yards, but I do expect, uh, that to get better through the year. Uh, one other thing real quick, I will note on the Giants side before I pass it over to Brandon, uh, is that I was a little bit concerned with the Giants' offense, uh, specifically Saquon Barkley. Not so much for him. Just, uh, I mean, this is a tough thing to look at. 15 carries for six yards. Mm-hmm. I, I thought my eyes were deceiving me when I was looking at this, so there had to be an error. Obviously, Pittsburgh has an you know, incredible defense, but that's not good. And, you know, shout out Jason Garrett. Uh, the other notable takeaway I had was that Slayton finished the game with the most yards with 102 Uh you know, him and, and Barkley both had nine targets. Shepard followed with six. And so I do expect him to be a bigger piece in this offense as well than we were initially anticipating. Brandon, I'm sorry for taking so much time. Uh, what do you have to say about this game? No, I expected um, Sterling Shepard to be the number one receiver on the Giants, and it is not looking that way. He had the same amount of uh, catches and or he had, he had three less targets than Slayton. He had the same amount of catches, but for 60 less yards or 50 less yards and two less touchdowns. So – it could be one week, but that is something at least to note. Uh, disappointed in Saquon because I don't care how good a defense is. You should average more than 0. .4 yards per carry. In fairness to him, he did lead this week. Uh, and I say lead like it's a good thing. He had the the least amount of yards before ta- contact. I don't know. It's just he was negative. When you're a viewed as a generational, generational talent, you got to do better than that. Point. I'm 15 carries for six yards I don't care how good or how bad you are you should not be getting I'm that. personally giving him a pass again he's fine in the pass. when you're game. getting hit before the line by a significant well, margin I know but so was Le'Veon last year he's still got like three yards of carry which it, is 10 times as much it's as this game one I if this was game four and this had been, I'm just saying I was disappointed with his performance no that's fair I, I was very concerned I'm not worried about it I well I'm not worried about him as a player I'm more so worried about the Giants ability to get him like space yeah and And, yeah, you'd say he only got 15 carries. But, I mean, if you had 15 carries for six yards, I'd argue he should have gotten fewer. But that's just me. Regarding the Steelers, Benny Snell makes things interesting for James Conner. Because I heard James Conner went down with an injury. And that's, like, normally you'd be like, oh, if he's not hurt, that's okay. He went six carries for nine yards. And his replacement went 19 for 113. So, if I were a James Conner owner, I'd be getting a little shook. Because when he got the ball, he did nothing. Now, I would like to think, as we've noted previously in our podcast, James Conner is part of our uh, first-team-all-injured team, team, so I would really hope that you owned Benny Snell. Uh, If not, this is definitely going to be a tough situation. Because I could see it even being split if uh, James – at least within a couple games, if James Conner keeps playing like this. Yeah, I would say it's probably going to split more so due to the fact of how delicate he is versus, you know – Hit the talent level, but, you know, if it's something where they're like, we need to keep him around all season, let's split carries. Yeah, t- I was going to say, carries and, and because Benny Snell showed he can get it done. So, mm-hmm. like, hey, let's give him work to ease the load off of James Conner. Either way, James Conner ended with, what, 0. .9 points on the ground, and let's look at his receiving stats. Um, and while you're looking that up, I, I will say, I feel that 2.8 on the ground, two catches for eight yards. He had 17 total yards. The Steelers are a little for. chiefs. Chief-ish in terms of I feel like anybody with a pulse could get back there and or the 49ers and run the ball well. James Connor couldn't. Well, again, <laughs> I'm gonna. I don't think it's fair to on six carries to, you know. Eh. But you know, it, it is something that I'm again I'm more sort concerned for his health than I am for him. And I would be if I was a James Connor owner and I did not own Benny Snell, I would be sweating out sweating right yeah. now. Yeah, I'd say he's a sell low, but you can't really sell him
1: and I'm, still, I'm sorry
0: i'm saying he's he's uh you you could sell him now and maybe get something but when you have 17 yards you're not going to get anything for him yeah i wouldn't sell him personally but I, well, I like for think. how much you'd get no it's like maybe like if he had a decent week you'd be like all right let's get rid of him but he yeah, terrible but I'm so not, you'll get nothing i wouldn't give him. up on a guy for six carries i i think that's very that's way premature to do that um Next and well the and most, I will say as well you know that was when they were still working the offense at the yeah. beginning of the game but uh, if it's okay with you we'll move on to the next game probably the most bizarre game I've seen in a long time this one was rather weird uh, Titans win this game 16 to 14 against the Broncos should have beat them like 15 um, <laughs> you know the big notes I have Derrick Henry is going to get a lot of work 31 carries 116 yards no touchdowns which was a surprise got stuff in the goal line. I just a few can't times. believe they're giving him so many carries on week one but I, I mean can. I guess you got to do what you got to do. Uh, Philip Lindsay did get injured in this game. Uh, the big takeaways for me, I'm going to keep this nice and quick. Melvin Gordon is very good. Uh, he's going to get a lot more touches, be an RB one, especially with Philip Lindsay being out. Uh, I think it's I'm I'm not 100% panicking, but Corey Davis looks like he's going to have a bigger role in this offense than we anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not th- I'm not throwing the white flag up on AJ Brown, but it was a little bit concerning. Uh, I know his game is a lot of ROC, uh, so I'm not. RAC, sorry, run right, right after catch. So I'm not totally, you know, I'm not totally dismissing him, uh, you know, because that's one of those things you might break one one week and you might not the next, and that's the difference between a good and bad week. But uh, I was a little concerned about him. Um, Jerry Judy needs to learn how to catch, but Noah Fant looked great. Yeah, Uh yeah, Noah Fant looked really nice. I'm uh, looking at this now. Melvin Gordon was surprisingly good, surprisingly ineffective in oh, the receiving surprising. game. Surprising. Well, ever when was the last time he was bad. Well, I mean, last year, he wasn't that great. But, I mean, surprising in the sense where, like, we didn't know. Really, like, go. Oh, well, is he going to get the lead back? Is he not? Then, before the se- right before the season start, we kept hearing all 50-50-50-50. It seemed like when Melvin got the ball, he was doing significantly more than Phillip Lindsay. He was surprisingly ineffective in the, um, the passing game, though. Three catches for eight yards. He's usually better than that. So, I mean, he has a pretty low floor because even – I know he got a touchdown. But even with a game where he had 15 catches and he did nothing in the receiving game, he still put up a good game. So I think he'll be just fine. His efficiency this game was probably better than any game last year or the year before. I didn't check, but 5.2 yards of carry is very good for him. I'm um, looking in here now. A.J. Brown, as somebody who was very skeptical about A.J. Brown before the season, this did not help his case. Derrick Henry was surprisingly, for him, surprisingly effective in the receiving game, too. I mean, you might say three catches. For him, three catches is a lot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, across – Sixteen games. That's almost fifty catches in the season. Tannehill did throw a lot though, with forty-three yeah, attempts. He did. It seemed like there's there's just a ton of plays. If you look at the plays comparison, they had eight more rushes, and then they had did eighteen more plays than the Broncos. But yeah, they just grind it out. Like they're they just kill the clock, have the possession last ten minutes, and then they miss a field goal. But. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I thought the Titans, all things considered, looked good. They should have smoked the Broncos, but they were very good in red zone offense last year, and they looked very poor this year. And they couldn't hit a field goal to and save And they missed life. three field goals and an extra yeah. point. So it, it, the game was a lot closer than it should have been. I think yeah. Cortland Sutton being in there makes a big difference for the Broncos, at least. And I know Von Miller went out in the same week, so they were missing two big uh, components of the team. But Yeah, Drew Locke didn't look bad either. He had a couple of fumbles. He got lucky he didn't lose either of them. But He had a couple of nice throws as well. He, not not a bad outing for him I, I didn't Still think. beef my my dynasty league. Uh, I lost by 0.3 points and I had Melvin Gordon and uh Derrick Henry and mm. Melvin Gordon fumbled it and Derrick Henry got stuffed on like the goal line like three mm. times and I was just losing it because I was so close. That's just something you hate. $100 to see. buy-in and then I start 01 because of that. But <sighs> but yeah that that's really the main the main thing Royce Freeman not worth talking about. The really – Johnny Smith also. Johnny Smith, he did more than I thought he would. But then again, I, I didn't expect much out of Johnny Smith. But he got the first touchdown, 36 yards, four catches. But he also had seven targets, which was number two or tied for number – I guess there's two people with eight. So tied for number three on the Titans. He could actually be worth rostering at least. All right. and So we're going to go ahead and move on to this week's games, the week two preview. Um, we're going to try to move through these games pretty quick. Uh, probably we're going to try to note uh, some of the bigger items as well as uh, predict the lines. Um, or not predict the lines. Uh, guess who we think is going where we'd place money. Uh, Based I, on the lines. I need to go ahead. I, I will go ahead and keep track, and we'll have a spreadsheet of who guessed better throughout the year. Not that it really matters, but it might be something that's kind of fun. Um, the first game that we're going to go ahead and start with... We're going to start with the Thursday night game, which is Bengals versus Browns. Uh, Brandon, would you like to – we can alternate who leads off on these? Yeah, um, this one's going to be – this is a strange game because I don't know how good the, uh, the Browns are. Brown, I guess I technically don't. But the Bengals are, so I'm getting all tangled up, because they should have won last week. And that being said, it was against a bad team. So – I don't know because I feel like they would have given up, given more of a fight to the Ravens than the Browns would. So I don't know. I think this game's gonna be a lot closer than people think. Cleveland is the clear-cut advantage with the line, but I don't believe it. Joe Burrow, I think, is gonna have a better game. The defense for the Browns looked absolutely abhorrent last year, or last year, last yeah, technically last year, but last week as well. I think Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are both gonna get a lot of work as well, as it will be a non-blowout game. It shouldn't be. Jarvis Landry, I think, is going to get a lot of work too. Odell Beckham Jr., I don't know, and I don't care, primarily because he doesn't he doesn't interest me anymore. That being said, the Giovanni Bernard should, if he were to have a good game, I feel like it would be this game. And not you, man. I am all of the not Giovanni Bernard. Um, can't think of his name. Who, who are you thinking? I'm sorry. I was looking up a stat. Cincinnati running back. Why can't I think of his name? Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Thank you. Joe Mixon's going to have a bounce back week this week. I think even the last week he wasn't terrible. Uh, AJ Green and Tyler Boyd are two other guys I'm interested in. So I'm going to go ahead and keep mine kind of short and sweet here. Um, oh, my spreadsheet moved. So a couple things. I kind of have a bunch of bullet points. I, I wrote some notes here. Um, I'm expecting a big week again from Jarvis Landry. Uh, Bengals had five players with five targets last week. Or excuse me, I, oh my, you and I are both having a little trouble. Yeah, I'm all over the place. But, okay, I, I just said the wrong thing for Jarvis. So Bengals yeah. had five players with five targets. Um, I'm really expecting Tyler Boyd to get back in the mix a little bigger than he was last week. Um, I think A.J. Green's still going to be good. I think that he's going to find the end zone this week. I hope so. Uh, and I'm, I'm expecting the offense to look a little better. They didn't go to Tyler Boyd very much at the beginning of the game, and I'm expecting him to do a better job getting him the ball. Uh, I also expect Mixon to have more success this week, and I'm predicting him to get in the end zone. Ooh, I know he's got to get there mix. one of these weeks. Um, as far as the Browns side, I expect uh, Nick, Churm, Nick, Nick Chubb, excuse <laughs> me, to reaffirm dominance in the backfield, kind of solidifying his place as the one uh, over Kareem Hunt. There, uh, I'm expecting a very big game out of him, and I'm expecting the Browns to start off running pretty heavy. Um, also, expecting Hunt to have a good game, but you know, that's I think they're both good plays this week. I would see Kareem is more of a low end two. Uh, maybe a flex versus a, an RB1, but I think that they're both going to be a good play. Um, I'm expecting uh, Jarvis Landry to be the best receiver this week, uh, probably by a little bit, but I do Ooh. think that OBJ will bounce back potentially with a touchdown. He's one of those guys, if you don't get him going, he's just going to whine and cry and be a problem. So They'll I probably whine and cry if he's going to go into I, I think they're going to make a big deal about getting him the ball and doing a better job, especially with his three catches for on 10 targets. I like um, to think that too, but at the same time, they tried last week. They target him ten yeah, times. but like I, they tried to get him. To they involve. are. They were playing against the Bengals, or not the Bengals. They were playing against the Ravens. So I do expect them to, you know, I expected them not not to be that bad, but still to struggle. But mm-hmm. this week against the Bengals, I'm expecting them to be able to move the ball a lot better. Uh, I'm c- very, very cautiously optimistic about Austin Hooper, but I think that <laughs> I think that he's a guy to watch. But my expectations are tempered. Um, unless you have anything to add, we will go ahead and move to the Rams. Oh. Uh, Eagles, or the 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 line? Oh yes, yes, good call. What, what line? What is our line who for this one? Favored. Uh, I'm going to say the Browns are favored. The Browns are favored. Do you have a guess at how much? uh Probably two and a half, six points. Oh, yeah. what? Yeah, a team that just lost by a million points. Okay, a team that looked like the worst team in the league last week is favored by six. uh You know, believe it or not, I'm actually six and a half. Six. Six. Ooh, that six is. A, if it was six and a half, I'd probably go the other way. I'm actually going to take the Browns on that one. I probably would, too, but I wouldn't feel good about it. I'd never make the bet myself. It's the stupid thing with the Falcons that their offense has so many good players that I always think they're going to score a million points, and they never do. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of the situation here. But uh, moving on to the noon game, this is going to be the Rams-Eagles. This is our first noon game. Uh, I will go ahead and start. I'm expecting Goff will score this week. He went touchdownless. Yeah, he had 31 attempts. He – No he's touchdowns bound. in week one. He's bound to. So I'm expecting a nice game from him uh, touchdown-wise. Uh, I'm expecting Brown to remain the number one uh, running back this week. I hope so, too. With Akers getting significant work. Uh, I think this might be a thing where eventually it shifts, but for the immediate future, I'm expecting Brown to be the better play. I'm also expecting Cooper Cup to bounce back and be the best receiver this week. Maybe it's mm-hmm. just me being cautiously hopeful or because he's on my fantasy team, but I, I don't think that he's going to be getting outplayed by Robert Woods no, on a consistent I basis. I don't either. I don't think Robert Woods is very good. So I think, I think that's Robert the, Woods is good, but he's not very dynamic. He's just fine. Like He's fine. He'll, he's usually good for, what, 60 yards, and that's it? Yeah, he's, he has a good game here and there. He's not usually every week guy where I would say that Cooper Cup is definitely more of a consistent play. Um, so I like him a lot this week, uh, and I think Higby's also going to be a good play, and I think he's going to get in the end zone, which he did not last week. Yeah, obviously. I, I like all of them. I'm trying to think the Eagles. I like Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz again. They've proven time and time again that they can run two tight ends and be effective with it, which mm-hmm. I remember even before the season. I'm like, oh, as a backup, Dallas Goddard was still number two. He's not a backup. He's just a second option. So I like Dallas Goddard. If you haven't picked him up and he's available in your league, which I don't know how, but if he is, pick him up. And the receivers don't interest me much. Deshaun Jackson didn't do much last week. Alshon Jeffries hurt. Um, Rager, I guess, He had one catch for 55 yards, which is impressive, but it it didn't seem like they are trying to get him the ball much either. So the only guy I like on the Eagles are the tight ends and Miles Sanders. Yeah, it's a little tough for me with the Eagles this week. I'm expecting Sanders to be back this week, and it looks like he has been he's planning on practicing. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think Boston Scott will lead the way regardless. Or I, I shouldn't say regardless. If he's out, he's going to lead the way. However, if Sanders plays, I expect him to get the workload. Uh, but I do expect Boston Scott to be kind of a, a pest and still get quite a few carries as they ease Sanders in. Uh, like you said, I expect Goddard and Ertz to be a big factor again this week. 16 combined targets last week. Uh, that's a lot of target share, and so – uh, I think that they're going to be big. I'm excited to watch how that drama unfolds between those two. Yeah, and eight. It's a little bit of a again, weird yeah, spot. And again, yeah, the backup still got eight targets. So, I mean, that's exactly – like, that's more than most starting tight ends. Mm-hmm. I had TJ Hawkinson last week, and I was it, I was very happy with his performance, but he only got five targets. Which... Yeah, it's definitely a lot of workload for them, probably more so due to the lack of receiving options. But uh, I do – unlike you, I think Deshaun Jackson's going to have a, a bounce-back week and have a touchdown. I'm calling a long touchdown for Deshaun this Ooh. week. Uh, and I'm also keeping an eye on uh, Jalen Rager and Greg Ward to see how they look in the offense. Potential, potential deep team ads, uh, or potential if they l- look good another week, maybe an ad. What are uh, your thoughts on the line? Uh, what do we got for a line? I mean, wh- wh- who, do you, who do you think's favored? Oh, Rams by at least a touchdown. Uh-uh. Wrong. Philadelphia is favored. Do you That's, know by how much? It, it's pro- it has to be below three points because if one not, point. somebody's on crack. Okay. Well, I'd say even one point. They'd still be on crack. but I agree. Uh, I'm I taking would... <laughs> the Rams and probably six points. Yeah, I would never take the Eagles. Granted, They do have the Miles Sanders back, but after the dis- – You just lost to Washington. Uh, after the – Because after the display that I watched last week, I do not have any faith in them unless they could somehow turn it around quick. I, like, the, like the Falcons, the Eagles are the one team that I think this team is good every single year, and they're never good. So I – Hey, they made the playoffs last year. In that division, what did they have? Eight wins? <laughs> like I don't – I think it was nine. They're just always terrible, and they They're always just give up hurt. a million sacks. Their, their offensive line and their receivers are always out. That division is just embarrassing. The I Giants are always horrendous and somehow are still in it in week 15. The, the 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 Cowboys should just be embarrassed. They should lose the ability to go to the playoffs. Oh, I know. Well, they essentially have, but. Um. Did you have any other notes on the Rams, or are you ready to move on to Panthers-Bucks? Uh, just the fact that I have to see the Rams winning relatively easily. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Rams plus the points. Um, how about are you are you ready for the Panthers Bucks? I am more than ready for the All Panthers right, so we'll bucks. let you go ahead and give your thoughts on those guys because we're alternating here. Um I see Tampa Bay winning this one pretty easily. I still uh I think that I don't like Gronk. I don't want him. I think O. J. Wow, Howard's a very no, hot take. Whoop. I'm saying that sarcastically, yeah. by the way. I think OJ Howard is a much much better play than Gronk this week. I thought week. you've been telling me for years how bad OJ Howard is. Yeah. Oh come on. <laughs> I mean nothing's changed. It's just it's just if it's Gronk or him, I'm taking him every day of the year. All right. But um, I don't like Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I don't like any of the receivers again this week. The really the only guy in the Panthers I like is uh, Christian McCaffrey. The Bucks—they were a little disappointing last week, but the people who are saying that Tom Brady's over the hill—I'm not buying it. Other than one bad throw last week, he had a decent game. Um, is I like Goddard. Goddard, wow, Godwin—if he plays, uh, he has a concussion. So I heard that they're gonna. There's still a potential they played. I don't think he will, but that's or, fair. He's in protocol, but yeah, I like him. If not, I I'm not big on Mike Evans still. I don't think he's 100. percent and who, who's the guy we had in the free agency? Scotty. Scotty, yeah. He, Scotty Miller. He could be a, a very sneaky play. And Ronald Jones. I'm, I'm still not on Fournette right now, but Ronald Jones I think will be fine. Yeah. um, A couple notes that I had, and I, I tend to agree with most of what you said. I think the Brady and the offense will look better as the season goes. Yeah. And so – I think that it's just every week it's going to look a little better, a little better, and then we're all going to say, huh? How are we all? How do we overreact so hard? And week they one? started against one of the better defenses too. And I think that's a big yeah issue as well. Uh, I expect Ronald Jones to lead the backfield, but I am interested to see the amount of touches Fournette gets. I think that those are going to go up. Um, it might be a thing where it takes you know five, six, seven games, but I think eventually that's kind of the direction they're looking to go. Um, I'm also uh, I was expecting Godwin and Evans to have a big game. Uh, each have big games. But if uh, obviously, if Godwin doesn't play, then I would expect Scotty Miller to step in and be a mm-hmm. great DFS option. Or if he hasn't been picked up in a league and you have no receivers or something, I I think he's a good play as well. Uh, also seeing, like you kind of mentioned, if O.J. Howard is worth a, a grab. Uh, I think that he could end up being a, a, a nice pickup. Just how much – I mean, he's clearly the number one guy in that offense for tight ends. Uh, and just based on Gronk's usage, Brady is comfortable and likes to go to the tight ends. So mm-hmm. I think he – is a potential sneaky play or a sneaky pickup. Uh, and one that once that offense gets clicking, everybody's going to be like, why did we not pick this guy up two weeks ago? But uh, I would drop Gronk as a side note, if he has another bad game, uh, assuming that you didn't drop him already. So yeah. um, I, as, far the, as far as the, the, the offense goes for the Panthers, I think it's going to be a rough day. The Bucks gave up 280 total yards in week one, uh, and they gave up 82 rushing yards. And so that makes me a little nervous. Uh, about McCaffrey again, he gets so much volume. I'm not as worried, but I do think that that you know, especially in the DFS option, he's you, you know, I think he's his ceiling is a lot lower than one would like. It was bizarre. They completely shut down Kamara, but had nothing for um, Murray, which is strange to me. Yeah, but I mean, they had 82 total yards. That's not yeah. like I mean, you know, it's not like Kamara had 30 and Murray went for 150. I mean, I I get what you're saying. I just I don't know. Their 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 defense is very good. Uh, so I'm expecting that to be a thing. I think Rob, Robbie Anderson could end up being a pretty nice pickup in this, uh, you know, this offense, his kind of game. He just need one needs one in some space and mm-hmm. that's all he needs to have a good week. And so uh, clearly Bridgewater was, you know, happy throwing it to him. So I think that he's one of those guys that is going to put up good pretty good numbers all year. And is going to be one of those eye rollers like this guy really, but you know, uh, clearly he's being used better there than what he was on the jets and better, even better than DJ Moore is being used right now. Through one week, I know, but mm-hmm. for considering most people got Robbie uh, Anderson for like a thirteenth round pick and a DJ Moore for like a third or fourth, I mean, I could see a lot of people being very upset about that. Yeah, that's that's the last note that I have is that I'm very interested to see who emerges the best wide receiver of the group. I think it's gonna be Robbie. Um, well, something interesting is that uh, Anderson and Samuel both had eight targets and Moore had nine last week. So, like we said. Nine, You know, I, I think we'd all agree that eight targets for Anderson equals better production than eight for the other two yeah. most weeks. So that's something to think about. But I would be a little nervous if, like you had said, I had put a lot of stock into uh, <laughs> into those guys. Yeah, the, the, I, I avoided DJ Moore, I guess, and Robbie Anderson. But I, for where you're getting them or where you could have gotten them, Robbie Anderson's looking like the much better guy. Mm-hmm. I agree. I know it's only week one, but still. Um, the, the, the one last thing I will say about this game, did you see the video? Of Robbie Anderson today? Which one? The, about the mascot? uh uh-uh. The Panther is dancing in the stands. And then and Robbie Anderson looks over. I think it was Curtis Samuel it was or DJ Morris. One of the two he was <laughs> sitting by. He's like, what's that bear doing up there? <laughs> and I don't remember the name of the mascot. But but the wide receiver was like, oh, that's. It was like a, a double name. Well, let's just say Barry. It was like, oh, no. Like, that's uh, per- S- Spunky Panther. It's like, oh, Spunky Panther's just doing his thing up there, man. And he's like. That's stupid. Or so he like he said something <laughs> ridiculous. like you should just look up the clip. But it, it was really funny because of how like I don't want to call it tone deaf, but it was just really hilarious that like the conversation was really funny because one guy was like excited about it and obviously Robbie thought it was the dumbest thing in the world. He but, thought it was a bear. Yeah, it's it's a funny watch. Yeah, for sure. Sir Pur. Sir Purr, that's it. Yeah, it is <laughs> like what's that bear doing up there, man? What's he doing? The bear? Panther. Sir Pur man who Sir Pur. How do you say that? Sir Purr, Sir per, Oh, Sir Purr. Wow. Brandon's watching the video, by the way. You call him that? Yeah, that's his name. Like, <laughs> what's up, Sir Purr? Yeah, it was, it was like that's one of those it. really stupid videos. Like one guy was really hyped about it, and Robbie's. I was like, I like, hey, asked what the bear was doing. Yeah. I like, don't how answer. don't you know this is your mascot on. guy? I was like, come on, man. But uh, next game we'll move on to is going to be Broncos Super. versus the Steelers. Uh, would you like me to start on this one? Sure. All right, I, I think it's going to be a rough day for the Bronco offense. Uh, as we talked about the Steelers' defense being extremely good, the Steelers gave up 29 rushing yards on 20 attempts last week, and so I'm expecting them to not fully shut down uh, the run game, but I'm expecting Melvin Gordon to be limited this game. Obviously not a DFS play, in my opinion. No. Uh, I would expect Locke to also have some picks this week. Uh, it will be interesting if Courtland Sutton, Sutton comes back to see how he looks. Uh, I am excited to see that offense with him and with all the guys going at 100%. With Jerry Judy being the second option, I think that that's something that might even help him out a lot. He actually looks very good for uh, the first game of his career outside of the drops, and so uh, I am interested to see how Judy and Fant's targets look if Sutton plays. That's just something I would like to see. Yeah, Fant and, Fant and Judy are the two I'm excited about. Yeah, I think I think they could look good. Like I said, if Cortland plays, I think he could be all right, but uh, he's somebody who drafted him, just heavy sigh. But uh, as far as the Steelers go, I think Benny Snell's going to have a good game this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am interested to see who the number one receiver ends up being. Um, I think it's still going to be Juju, but obviously Deontay Johnson was kind of challenging that this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also am interested to see if Washington gets kind of phased out or pushed to the obvious wide receiver three on that team. So that is something for me to watch. Um, Juju had six targets, Johnson had ten, and Washington had three. I believe Washington did get the touchdown, but obviously that would lead me to think that Johnson and Juju are going to be, and I know this is one game, but Juju was obviously the one earlier and Johnson was the three, but I think that's kind of flip-flopped a little bit. And uh, he might challenge Juju even for the number one spot. Um, And then lastly, it appears that Eric Ebron is not worth owning. No. He's more of a, to quote another podcast, he's more of a what the heck flex. I think he always has touchdown upside. Mm-hmm. So if you're very desperate and need a touchdown or looking for you know two catches and two touchdowns or something like that, I think he might be a good play. Uh, but if you're just looking generally for a guy to throw out there every week, I would say that he does not appear to be worth owning. I don't know why we all fell into that trap, myself included. It's because one game. Big there's Ben. A chance. Big Ben has historically not used his tight ends very effectively. NYK. We kind of got a half washed up guy who's a touchdown vulture. Like he'll use him. Like. No. Yeah, I don't think he's half washed. Yeah. But uh, just just a side note, when you're done with your Broncos Steelers, we did forget to do the lines on Ooh. the Panthers Bucks. That is true. Uh, actually, we could start that. Let's do that real quick so I don't forget. Okay. Panthers or Bucks? Let me just find I'm them. taking the Bucks by whatever the difference. Well, unless it's like eight. Why can't I? Think I think eight? it's Bucks by at least six. The line is Tampa Bay. You're correct. How For much? nine points. Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's North. tough. They like those bucks. I think this has a good. I think this has a good game to just. I think that's a good line. I would put it on the bucks. Still, I would probably go Panthers. Ooh. I don't think the offense is good enough on Tampa. To My thing with the Panthers is they're not built to come back. No. And they're going to be down quick. It, I mean, there's a lot of injuries on the Bucks right now. <laughs> Plus, I don't expect Tom Brady to look 100 percent quite yet. Fair enough. Uh moving back to the Yeah, sorry for that little Broncos and Steelers. I like Fant and uh Jerry Judy. Those are the two guys I like on the Broncos. And coming to the Steelers, I like the receivers. Especially I think Juju uh he looked really good this week, a lot better than he did than he did last year. And I also like Benny Snow. I don't like James Cameron. Or James Connor. I mean I don't <laughs> I really, I don't like James Cameron much either. Very but overrated director. He hasn't done much since stories te- aren't that good. He hasn't done much since Terminator. Avatar good. was terrible. Yeah, I mean, Just even admit it. Even Titanic. I mean, the number three t- top grossing movie of all yeah, time. I nice really? CGI, bro. Looked fake as hell. Yeah, it it was it was mad best. Anyways, uh yeah, I like. Benny Snell. <laughs> Sorry, I, I got James Cameron on my mind again. Benny Snell. I think he's got another good game. I don't care much for. James Conner. I almost said John Conner now. Which oh, is Terminator. No. James Conner. You need to get right. I do need to get right. Moving next, which one do you have up for next? Uh, I have Packers-Lions next. Ooh. I actually think and, this is going to be a good game. You can go ahead and lead us off on that. Uh, personally, I know you're leading. I'm going to say I disagree. But I think they're both going to be shooting out. I think the Packers will win. Uh, I expect if Galladay's in, I expect a good game out of him. I mean, kind of speaking common sense. I think another good game for Adrian Peterson. He... He looked really good last week and so good that I spent $50 of my fab budget on him this week. So, I put the money where the mouth is, but I, I like Adrian Peterson this week. What were Dalvin Cook's numbers last week? They weren't great, but Alexander Madison's were fantastic. I think the Packers rush defense is actually okay. That, that's fair, but I, I think Adrian Peterson has the job. I, I As somebody who currently owns him, I have no concern for on Johnson. None. Well, you know, I don't think anybody. Carry does. on Johnson is not a threat, and DeAndre Swift just dropped the game-winning ball. So I think Adrian Peterson has the longest leash and will get most of the work this week. Um, do you have any other notes on that? Oh you... yeah. Um, I don't think Danny Amendola will have another great week like he did last week. Obviously, if Kenny Galli is, is back, a strong avoid. unless yeah. you are the most desperate team in the history of fantasy football. I'm trying to think, T.J. Hawkinson. I like a lot of what I saw from him last week, and I don't like a lot. They threw the ball, I think, 43 times. He had five mm. targets. I don't like that. But he was very effective with the five targets he had. So he's kind of in the air for me. Uh, the Packers, obviously Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. and Oh, no. Don't maybe tell me you're going to have to admit he's good. Aaron Jones? No, I'm not going to admit that. Oh. Uh, and maybe Alan Lazard. But, yeah, primarily Aaron Rodgers, uh, Devontae Adams, and uh, Aaron Jones. All right, so I think this is going to be a pretty big-time scoring game. Uh, I think the Packers are going to score a lot of points. I think the Lions could as well. Um, I'm interested to see if Alda Scantling can be a weekly play as as well as Alan Lazard. I think he's going to be sneaky good. He did drop another. I I can't remember if it was a touchdown or another long play, but he had more uh, that should have been there. Uh, I I just think that he's I think he It was a third and long And he caught it with a ton of room to run And dropped an easy catch So (laughs) I think he has Again It's a lot of one. It's you know It's one of those things Where like who else is going to take targets But I think that he has a chance To actually be okay this year Not okay as in a wide receiver one But I think he has flex potential every week Him and Lazard At the same time though I don't see Aaron Rodgers Shredding defenses like he did I think we might be surprised Well, I mean he had four touchdowns He's not going to have four touchdowns That'd be on track for like Almost seventy. Yeah, but if he had two or three a game, then I think that it would be well that's way different though. That's half. Well, yeah, but that means somebody else can still get it. They I would say avoid all Packer tight ends because the tight ends aren't gonna get any touchdowns. No, absolutely not. I don't know. I think that I, that's why I'm interested to see. I think they can both be good flexes, but I'm interested to see if they can maybe be wide receiver two, kind of low end guys. Um the Lions gave up five point three two yards per carry, so I expect Aaron Jones to have a good game. Um uh, and as for on the Lions side there. I'm definitely looking to avoid the Lions' backfield. I think that Peterson's going to be the best play. He had 14 attempts to the next best guy having seven. So I think, to Brandon's point, I think he is going to kind of be locking down that backfield. But I do think that his ceiling is definitely limited, and I think they're going to try to work DeAndre Swift into the offense quite a bit more I have as things move out. Yeah, I, I picked him up more for depth than anything. He's yeah, not starting not on my team. That's more of a concern for later on, but I, I just think that that's kind of a, an ominous thing hanging over his head there. Uh, I'm also interested. This is – I know I'm kind of the only one interested in this, uh, but I would want to see if Quintez Cephas uh, can maintain a large role in the offense. He had uh, 10 targets, I believe, last week, which is – I mean, I, again, Galladay is out, so we're not overreacting here. But I think that he's a potential guy that, you know, if this keeps up, he's going to be one of those must-own waiver wire guys pretty soon here. But he's flying under the radar. I'm not saying to go pick him up. I'm just saying just watch out. Uh, I'm expecting Hawkinson to have a good day today or a good day Sunday. Uh, and I think that uh, – Kind of the rest will depend on Galladay as far as you know how the offense looks and who gets targets. Mm -hmm. Even Marvin Jones might have a back. You know he he might be able to turn back the clock a little bit, but he's not even that old. I'm a little worried about him after last game. So yeah, it was his time to shine and he didn't shine. Not at all. Um, the next game that we have the line, Austin. Oh, the the line. Come on, Uh, Packers by four and a half. Packers by six. Mm, Not even close. What are you taking? I'm taking the Packers oh i'll I'll take the lions the only reason i wouldn't take the lions or wouldn't take the packers is because i think that six is a good line again like i don't i don't i think they're gonna win by at least two touchdowns or at least two field goals that's why i'm taking the Packers. they predict the game to be trying to do the math in my head 49 total points in the packers by six so it would be 30 i'm not doing the math it's – what a segment. Okay, we're just going <laughs> to move on. 20-something to 20-something. I'm going to move on to the Vikings, Colts. Uh, I'll go ahead and start this one. Uh, I'm expecting Cook to have a big day uh, on the Vikings side. Uh, he was 12 for 50 in week one. I think with a better game script and with a team that's not going to put up as many points, I think he's going to get a lot more work and be pretty good. Uh, and I, I also expect – I know, shocker here. I expect Thielen to be good. Could be concerning without the garbage time because that's when he did most of his damage last week. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something to watch. Um, I would say that if he comes out and has a bad week this week, that I would be big time worried about owning uh, Thieland, especially when they had like two pass attempts through the first quarter. Yeah, clearly scratching my head. Like, what the hell are you thinking? Clearly, they do not trust uh, Kirk Cousins. I mean, that's the most obvious thing. I don't know why they don't because when he throws the ball, they're fine. Eh. I didn't say uh... great. I said fine he's i don't consider him to be a big clutch guy or a big guy i want with the ball Well, all the exactly time, if he's not a clutch guy he's better keep than keep four throws yeah so, keep mean, his, the ball in his hand early like don't hold him to two passes through the first quarter i can get any rhythm with they that. they should be doing the ram style of thing where they just do play action every play but uh so i i don't know i would be worried about about feeling if he has a bad week this week but uh i think he's gonna do all right this week uh on the, on the Colts side, the Vikings gave up 4.94 yards per carry. Uh, so I think it will be a big game for Hines and Taylor. Uh, and I'm interested to see if Marlon Mack or – I'm not Marlon Mack. Uh, Jordan Wilkins gets any work. Hmm. Actually, I, I wrote Marlon Mack in there. I, Jordan Wilkins is the next guy up, and he was always good. And a lot of people – you know how people do the hashtag free this guy? Yeah. I know that some of the fantasy truthers have been suggesting, you know, this guy needs to be on a different team. A lot of time so I don't okay. think these people want to be freed. Like the Lamar Millers. Like, everyone was free Lamar Miller, free Lamar Miller. And then they freed him. Like, all right, put him back because he's not doing anything. I don't, Jordan Wilkins hasn't really had a time to shine. And I think this could be – he should at least be getting some touches. And if he does stuff with them, I think that he could earn a little bit of play time. Uh, I'm not telling you to go pick <coughs> him up. I'm not telling you he's better than any of the other guys in that area. I'm just saying that I think he's going to be a potential. It will be interesting to see if he can get some play. Um, I'm also willing to see if Paris uh, Campbell can challenge uh, Taylor uh, as far as – you know, or it's T.Y. Hilton, excuse me, for wide receiver one, um, they both had nine targets. Ooh. So I think Campbell, if he was not owned, he definitely should be. I'm imagining he's picked up in every league by now. But I think he's going to be a surprise good steal and somebody that can definitely is going to help people win a lot of leagues. Uh, T.Y. didn't look quite as normal or as good as he normally does. So I'm interested to see if he looks pretty eh going forward. And I think that's going to help Campbell. You know, if he if T.Y. looks really good, I think you know Campbell's ceiling goes down. But I think there could be an option that Campbell puts up better stats than TY this year. Uh, and I do think Jack Doyle on a side note is an okay play this week. Uh regarding the I think Dalvin Cook's gonna have a better game, but I think he's gonna have a worse fantasy well, performance. I mean if that makes low, sense. Low bar. Well no but like like I think he's gonna play better but get less points. Like fifty yards, he's gonna get more than fifty yards. He's gonna be used in the receiving game, but he's not gonna get two touchdowns. So I think we'll see a better game out of Dalvin. Thielen, I'm I'm in on two um yeah, I see the Vikings winning this one, but I'm not too confident in it. The Colts, I don't like the Colts much. I do really like Jonathan Taylor this week, though. I could see him putting up a big numbers this week. And he's the one guy. I mean, Naheem Himes probably too. I I yeah, think he's a good flex play. But other than that, like T Y Hilton, I mean, if you have him, you'll probably start him. But yeah, that offense was very underwhelming week one. And, so this is gonna be a weird line. Are yeah. expecting uh, the Vikings to be favored? The line. By under well, four points. Eh, eh. We have Indianapolis favored, which I think is 100% mm. nonsense because they just got smoked by Gardner Minshew. Well, yeah, but the Vikings got smoked by Aaron Rodgers. First battle yeah, Hall of Famer. Terrible. <laughs> the Colts don't look good either. It's the Colts by three points. I'm taking the Vikings every day of the week. And maybe even every day of last week too. I'm taking the Vikings as well, but I don't feel great about it. I would not bet this. No, eh, probably not. All right. For the next game, we have Giants versus Bears. Brandon, do you have any thoughts you'd like to start out with? This this game's gonna suck. So I don't think either one of these teams is good. Well, I could say I know neither one of these. Well, teams yeah, is good, I don't but... like either the quarterbacks to play. I certainly don't like David Montgomery. Um, Allen Robinson's a good play. Obviously Saquon Barkley. Duh. I would not start Jimmy Graham. Because I know a lot of people are because you're gonna see him get that touchdown. Oh, because because I only hope nobody starts Jimmy Graham. Don't start Jimmy Graham and the Giants. Slayton. I like Slayton. I like I like Saquon. And that's really I mean, I got obviously Sterling Shepard if you have him. But I can't remember. Didn't didn't Evan Ingram lay an egg last week? Yeah, he did terrible. He had seven targets with two receptions. I, I could see, a, I guess, a bounce. I was going to say a bounce back, but that's it's impossible. Like you, you just got to show up to bounce back from that performance. But I, I, I could see Evan Ingram having a better, like, a significantly better week this week. Wow, that's a bold call. Well, I mean, that's why I switched it to significant. What was it, two receptions for 12 yards? But no, wow. I could see him having a hold. five or six for around 50 to 60, which is five well, times enough. as much. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I think this is going to be a bounce back for Saquon game. Bears definitely are not as good as the Steelers on defense. Uh, The Bears gave up 4.76 yards per carry, and so I I expect Saquon to be a lot better, even with that terrible offensive line. I think Jones will also have a better game. I'm giving a lot of credit to the Steelers' defense, by the way. Um, (laughs) It's interesting. On the the offensive end, I only trust Slayton and Shepard. And when I say trust, I'm not saying as a wide receiver one, but they're the only two I'm really interested in. Mm-hmm. I'm willing. Really, I'm interested to see if Slayton's going to take the slot as the number one. I think in all of our heads, we consider Sterling Shepard to be the one. So I'm interested to see how that uh, wide receiving core ends up looking depth chart wise. Um, and like you said, I'm expecting Ingram to bounce back quite a bit. Uh, I'm expecting them to have more time to throw. I'm expecting Dimes or Dan, Danny to look better. Uh, and I just think the offense is going to look a lot better. Again, I don't think they're going to be looking amazing, but. Obviously, anything's better than what we just saw. Uh, on the Bears' end, I think Trubisky is a playable option in the deeper league. Uh, he actually, surprisingly, has quite a bit of upside, which I hate to say because I think he's an awful real-life quarterback. But for fantasy, I think he is kind of startable. Uh, looking to see if Anthony Miller is a thing. Um, he had a very nice game yeah, last he wasn't week. he was bad. Uh, on the one good pass Trubisky had, Anthony Miller had an equally as great catch. And so I, I think he's pretty good and is going to be somebody that – Again, he might be one of those guys we all wonder why he wasn't rostered earlier as well. Um, And then Allen Robinson should also have a huge day. I know a lot of people are a little worried about him ever since he took all his stuff off Instagram, but it looked like he still wants to play. He's just looking for that new contract, which the dude really deserves. That's literally all you got to do to get more money. Just take everything off of social media. It's like, oh, we'll talk, we'll talk. I can't even imagine what Trubisky would have looked like without him on the field, uh, as a side note. But uh, that's all that I have for this game. Any last-second thoughts, Brandon? Um. I want to strangle whoever gave uh, Daniel Jones the nickname Danny Dimes. It's probably but, him. Yeah, that's just me. Um, hypothetical. Would you be concerned? Let's say hypothetically, Saquon if I paid won- money to go to this game. Oh, yeah, of course you would. If Saquon went out twenty carries for thirty yards, would you be concerned about him then? Well, yeah, because that would mean the Giants' offensive line is probably the worst in football and is still averaging negative yards per ne- negative yards per. Uh, so you think contact. if he doesn't put out this week, we're he's in some. A world of trouble. Again, I think I don't think he is. I think that the Giants. I mean, it's are. what he has to like. Owners are in a world of trouble. I don't Hoops think that he sucks. I think the offensive line is just uh, yeah impediment that he is not able to uh, work around. Yes. Well, uh, what's our line here? Who do you think? Giants or Bears favorite? Goodness gracious! This is just an absolute. I'm just gonna say because the Bears won. I'm gonna say the Bears are correct. Favorite. By five and a half. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I would never bet on the Bears in that oh, scenario. Oh, but the Giants were so bad. I. Uh, I got Giants. I'm going Giants, but I would never in my life bet this game. Maybe the under, but... Yeah, Bears by 5.5. That's how many points they're going to score. Jeez. Moving on. Uh, Next game, we have Falcons-Cowboys. This is... This is going to be a shootout. This is when I expect the score to go up a lot. They're going to have a big-time scoring game, but that's also what I said about Rams-Cowboys, so we'll have to see. It kind of was. But uh, I would say start all receivers. They're all must-starts. Yes. Uh, It appeared that Cooper was this clear, you know... Top guy last week, especially with the injury, he still uh, managed to have a great game. I think he had was it ten receptions or ten targets. I don't he had a remember. lot, especially at the end of the game. He he was really eaten out there uh, to do the Zeke thing. Uh, speaking of eating. Shout out to Zeke for the world's worst tattoo. Yeah, and his gut just looked kind of fat, too. I so can't even really imagine stupid. being a millionaire and getting a tattoo like that. Imagine being the poor guy who had to go out there and give him that it tattoo. It looks horrendous. Imagine being 50 and fat with that <laughs> tattoo. It's going to be a very tough look. Holding the needle in your head, having to hold him by the stomach for like five hours to etch that garbage in. It doesn't even look good with abs. Let no. alone if you have a Whatever gut. Whatever he has. But uh, that was a very... Side note, but I I do think that C D Lamb and uh, Gallup are good plays as well. Yeah, they were starting. Uh, I'm expecting Gallup is going to break free almost every game, so I'm expecting him to have an, a big yardage play and maybe a touchdown this week. So I still think he's a good buy low option, uh, even if you know you don't own him. Thoughts on Todd Gurley? Um, that's we were going there now. Uh, I'm expecting him to be pretty met, is what I wrote in my notes. Uh, the Rams average 3.83 yards per carry, and so uh. I'm just not expecting it to get much better. I know that uh, the Cowboys are having some trouble at linebacker with everybody being hurt, but I just – I don't know. I think he's going to be fine, but I don't think he's going to be tremendous if that makes any sense. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah, the only reason I'd have any faith or the only scenario would be if the Falcons were up by a lot Mm -hmm. and they had to run the game out because I think if he could rush the ball, he'll be fine. His catching last week was horrible. And if they're playing catch-up – I don't think they'll be throwing much to him. Yeah, So he's, he's, a, he's a dangerous flex play, but with a lot of upside, I think. And to your point, they were playing from behind, and it was his first game on the team, so I don't want to overreact here. But he also had, I think, 12 points through the first quarter and ended with, I think, 13. Yeah. So I, like he got shut out the next three quarters, Yeah, which is concerning. I, I'm not overly excited, but obviously you're playing him if you have him. I, I'm You're obviously starting Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Uh, I would even start Gage. Uh, I'm interested to see if he's an actual thing. So mm-hmm. I think he actually has potential to be a wide, low end wide receiver two slash flex, uh, but that's something that we're going to see uh, see this week probably. Yeah, I think Matt Ryan Maybe. and Dak Prescott should both also be started. I would say that it's going to depend. Well, yes, I was assuming that was a given, but I'm going to assume that if Gay, it's going to be tough with Gage to gauge him a little bit, just because if if they play. Well, if it's a high-scoring game, I'd like to see him play good defense before I said, "Oh, this guy's a started." starter. No, he kind said, of I, I said, gauge Gage, Gage to Gage. <laughs> uh, I know. I it's your turn to talk, but I'm just going to preemptively say Cowboys by six. But yeah. Um, one six thing that I think Hayden Hurst might actually be a decent start this year, this week. Oh, if he doesn't, oh, yeah. if he doesn't do anything this week, uh, that's when I'd pump the brakes on him because I was a little like I like many people were a little disappointed with him last week. But I think it's going to be a shootout, and I think that he might, have, if he were to have success in the early games, it would be this one. Uh, I don't see the Falcons being up early by a lot, so I feel like they'll be passing most of the game, too. I would agree with that. The line, But then again, the Cowboys were supposed... Everyone expected them to beat the Rams pretty easily last week. And uh, I know people are going to say, oh, well, that penalty... Rams are a low-key sneaky team to win the Super Bowl. Be, oh, well, they they got lucky because the penalty and Gallup. Yes, they did, but the Cowboys also got lucky because Jared Goff got hit in the head on his pick and they didn't mm-hmm. call it. So I think there's a two equally bad calls for this. Yeah, each, you can't blame the rest team. for this one. Yeah. So I think I think when people say, "Oh, well the the Cowboys deserved it." No, I think they both teams got hosed out of a big play mm-hmm. and the Cowboys still ended up losing. But the line is Dallas by 4 points. Uh, I would take Dallas. I think they're going to win by more than 4. I take them end points. Yeah, I probably would too. I don't like it, though. All right. So, we will move on. We're going to try to pick up the speed a little bit here. We're about 50 minutes with quite a few games left. So, oh, boy. Uh, 49ers versus Jets. This should be a very quick yep. one. Nobody I, on the Jets other than Jameson I Crowder. three notes. Jameson Crowder, and if you're desperate at tight end, Chris Herndon. Those were my only notes. Don't play Jets. Yeah. The Herndon, Niners. Crowder might be all right. Raheem Mosert. The Jets' defense actually looked pretty good against the Rush. So I think Raheem might struggle. But if you have him, obviously you need to start him. And maybe Jarrett McKinnon. I essentially said start all Niners. That, those were my only notes. Fair I enough. didn't think anything else was necessary. The line, San Francisco, minus seven. Grappa. I'm taking I'm taking the Niners in that one. Garoppolo looks so bad last week, but uh, I'm probably did taking you, the you Niners take, as well. Did you take a look at Sam Darnold while you were at it? Yeah, but seven's a lot of points. I'm still going to take the Niners. I'm taking the Niners. I don't feel overly great about it. But. Next game. Uh, Jags, Titans for the next game. Uh, would you like me to start, or do you want to start this one? Oh, I can start this one. All right, let's hear it. Uh, I think the Tennessee's going to win pretty heavily. I think Derrick Henry's going to have a monster game. Corey Davis and A.J. Brown. I like Corey Davis a lot. Johnny Smith too. Johnny Smith. I like oh. him. And AJ Brown. After last week, I think he'll have a bounce back week. Because yeah, he we know what we know who he is. Like he's good for a big play every couple of games, and I think this is going to be his week, especially against Jacksonville for the Jags. Yeah, I I don't really like anybody to be mm. honest. Um, Yeah, because even the Titans held the held the Broncos to what, twelve points, thirteen points. They held held them to next to nothing. And I think that the um, the Broncos are significantly better on offense than the Jaguars. Oh, is that so? So that being said, I probably wouldn't be starting anybody unless you need a quarterback, maybe Gardner, but uh, in the tight end, yeah, I don't know, the, the start running him. back. I can't remember his name. Um, James Robinson. James Robinson, yes. Maybe James Robinson, but other than that, I just because his volume, but I, I don't know. I don't like the the Jaguars in this game. Yeah, that's kind of what my notes look like. It's going to be pretty quick this one. I have James Robinson should be a low end running, running back two slash flex. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting huge things out of him. Uh, all wide receivers should also be played as low end flexes. Uh, Keenan Cole, LaVisca Chanel, and DJ Chark. I am interested to see if Chenault can become anything. He looked pretty good, put up a lot of stats, so I'm interested to see if he's kind of a guy to target in free agency. Um, But as right now, we're just going to have to see how it plays out. Uh, As far as uh, the Titans side, I'm expecting a big Derrick Henry game. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see the wide receiver situation. Uh, Like we mentioned before, is Corey Davis a better play than A.J. Brown even? Like I said, I, I even put in parentheses. I'm very skeptical about this, but yeah, I think the conversation's worth having, and I think that it's something to watch out for. It's weird because Corey Davis has been around for a long time. He's been around what three or four years. Uh, he's just now starting to be good. Like I don't. I'm. I'm very. very yeah, but skeptical. Tannehill's here. True. Uh, on a side note, I'm taking Titans four and a half. Ooh, well, it's the Titans by nine. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I don't do too much straight up gambling in case people can't tell. Yeah, me I'm, terrible, I'm, taking, I'm taking the Jags. How terrible my lines are! If it's nine, I'll take the, the. I will take the Jags as well. It depends if they could kick would have the to ball. Go Ten to yeah. get the. If they kick a field goal, then I might have faith in Tennessee. But I think it done. could be a potential push too. But that's just me. Uh, next game is going to be Bills Dolphins. Uh, I'll go ahead and start this one. Dolphins gave up 3.22 yards per carry, so I'm nervous about the running backs. Granted, it was to Sony Michelle, who's not good. I think when I calculated that I had Cam Newton in there as well, but what? I think I just used all running backs. That can't be right. I I believe I just took all the rushing stats and divided them by attempts. Let me look it up. You can do it. Continue. Y'all look what? it up. So I'm nervous about the running backs. Singletary had seven targets uh, and Moss had four. So I still think that they're going to be okay plays, but I would be starting them more as flex plays versus any kind of uh, RB one two. Uh, I would be very nervous about them if they were more than that. Uh, I think Diggs and Brown are also a great plays this week. I'm interested to see if Beasley can be a weekly flex, uh, and I still don't trust the, the uh, Knox. Sorry, oh, I was going to say Josh Allen, but no, literally... I don't know why I was struggling on that. I, I don't trust Knox. So no, he he was, yeah, he's good at driving. I think the ball. John Brown is going to be. Uh, surprisingly good this year And I think that him and Diggs are going to kind of switch weeks Where one's better than the other So yeah, He was surprisingly good last year too Yeah, uh, I'm expecting, especially because he's going to get less coverage Because of Diggs, I'm expecting mm. him to have a very nice week And be a weekly play So uh, I think he can be a wide receiver one some weeks But primarily a two, that's kind of how I see both of them So, well it, eh, That's tough, kind of borderline one-twos But especially Brown But I think they're both going to have a good game uh, As far as the Dolphins go um, Outside of the they just look like a mess. Mm -hmm. I I guess Parker I'm kind of interested in not so much this week. Uh, and I am interested to see how the running back shake out, uh, Mike Gusecki might be an okay play. Uh, the other guy that I'm interested to see and I forgive me, his name is missing, missing right now. Miles Gaskin, Miles Gaskin. Thank you. I'm interested to see if Gaskin is a good play this week. Uh, believe it or not, I actually think he could end up being an okay season long guy. Uh, Obviously, obviously Jordan Howard and Matt Breida, and I know it's one week, so we're not overreacting, but they did not get it done. And the way Gaskin came out with all the touches, I think, is weird, but also a good sign for him. So, as of right now, he's the one guy I would want to own out of this backfield, and I think at this point, the other guys might even be droppable. So I like everybody on the Bills, even the running backs. I looked it up. The Patriots, it's there's a couple of rece- there's a receiver in there and a quarterback too. I think I. Target but, added it all together. But they averaged 5.2 yards per carry against the Dolphins. Granted, there was a 23-yard run by Julian did Edelman. I, I don't know what I did. Then. I think you looked at – I mean, the Dolphins averaged 3.2 yards per carry. Oh, uh, whoops. You could have looked at that number. but Okay, yeah. I think I got my numbers mixed up. They averaged 5.2 yards per carry against them with three rushing touchdowns. So I like the running backs, especially this week, and Josh Allen because that fits Josh Allen's strengths. I think they're going to run all over the Dolphins. And the Dolphins looked like garbage last week. Can so I, I, sorry, can I clarify very quickly? Yeah. I'm, I was wrong about the yards per carry, but I'm still worried about the, I'm still worried about the Bills' running backs. So Fair enough. Go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interject. I think if somebody were to get the, I still like Zach Moss better than Singletary. So I, I think he finds the end zone again. That being said, nervous about both. Oh yeah. That being said, I have no faith in the Dolphins, and I'm not going. Don't want to start anybody this week. Agreed. Um, anything else on the Bills side? Blind, Austin. Blind. No, no, on the Bills. Oh, no. Well, they meant that game. Nope, that's it. Okay. Uh, what do you what do you got for the uh, line? Uh, I'm thinking the Bills by probably at least a touchdown. This might be a surprise to you, but the Bills are favored. But, yeah, how, what are we looking at? 5.5. 5. Uh, I'm taking the Bills. Yeah, Bills Mafia. Because I think the Dolphins looked just as, if not worse, just as bad, if not worse, than the Jets did. Maybe the Jets mm. by 10. Circle the wagons. Nobody does. Next, we're going to move on to the three o'clock games. We have the Washington football team versus the Cardinals. Um, you can go ahead and start on this one. I think this one's probably going to be pretty I like, quick. The Card- I like all the Cardinals players. And Washington, I'm just going to keep it very quickly. I don't like anybody on Washington. <laughs> I think Kyler Murray is good. I think, um, why can't I think of his name? The running back. Uh, Kenyon Drake, I think he's going to be very good. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be very good. I don't like Christian Kirk this week again. And I want nothing to do with anybody on that Washington football team this week. Nobody. Maybe, maybe, maybe the second-year guy. Names are just eluding me today. Um, The second-year guy. But other than him. For which team? For Washington. Uh, uh, McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. thank you. Maybe him. But other than that, I want nothing to do with that team. All right, yeah, uh, kind of the same for me. Uh, on that start, I do think I, I have a note here. Avoid the running backs. Uh, I really want to see how the backfield shakes out. I don't think Barber is going to maintain the work. I think at some point they're going to give it to Gibson. But I'm just they avoiding, better. I'm just avoiding the situation. Uh, I didn't even put a waiver claim in for Peyton Barber. For no. being honest, uh, I thought there were a lot better options. And Absolutely I had, not. I wouldn't take start, him on the my guys. Team for I drafted. Free. I thought were better. So yeah, I won't take him on my team for free. I'm expecting McLaurin to bounce back a little bit, and I think that Logan Thomas. Is, and again, not to steal a the phrase from football guys but i think he's going to be a decent what the heck flex option uh and potential good play going forward Arizona 6.5 favorite well i'm not i haven't said the cardinals piece oh very quickly i i'm only starting hopkins at wide receiver okay um i think it's a good game another good game for kyle murray kyler murray excuse me and i expect kenyon drake to have a huge game yeah uh it's going to be cards by at least 10 That's a huge. That's Cardinals by six and a half. I'm taking the Cardinals. I'm taking the cards. I want nothing to do with the Washington football team. All right, next we're gonna move on to the Ravens Texans. I deleted my notes on the uh, Texans while we were doing the podcast, so I'm gonna have to do those on the fly. Uh, As far as how the Ravens are concerned, I'm interested to see the Ingram dobbins split. Um, It was very. I don't know. I'm just gonna chalk up last week with the run game as they were ahead a million points, so everything's looking weird. That's what I was thinking, and that's I'm not really taking away much from that. Uh, Ingram is usually good on the goal line, so I don't think that even you know Dobbins getting that work is overly concerning. I mean it is and it isn't at the same time if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm expecting a good Ingram game. Uh, Texans gave up 4.8 yards, 8, eight yards per carry, and so I'm expecting them to take advantage of that, uh, especially Lamar. but um, I think Brown and Andrews are great plays and I'm, I'm still haven't picked him up, but I think Willie Sneed might have found a decent place in this offense. Again, I think that they scored so many points, had so many yards the first game that that might be a little misleading, so I'm not rushing to pick him up or anything. Uh, But I think he might be a good, again, quote-unquote, what-the-heck flex option there. Uh, On the Texan side, David Johnson, I like him. If if Cooks is better, maybe not so much this game, but I think going forward, Cooks is going to be a pretty big part of the offense. If Will Fuller stays hurt or healthy, he should be okay, but I'm expecting the Ravens just to eat the Texans alive here. I'm expecting a lot of sacks on Watson. Yeah, I don't want Deshaun Watson this week. Uh, I think that the Ravens are going to absolutely massacre them, which has me worried about David Johnson. Because last week, when he got the ball, he was very good. He used to get the ball because they're getting smoked. That being said, he's still worth a start. but I just think he's going to underperform just due to a lack of a workload. Will Fuller, I think, is going to have another big game this week. And this is coming from the world's biggest Will Fuller hater. Because so. mm. they're going to have to air the ball out because they're going to be, be down a ton. He gets hurt. Yeah, um, I like Miles Sanders, and I like Willie Snead. And I think Mark Ingram's going to have a bounce-back game this week, too. He was I think Snead is a sneaky DFS play. Yeah, he's he he looked good last week. I expect them to be up. The line, Baltimore by 7. Oh, uh, Baltimore. Yeah, I'm taking that. For
1: that Baltimore. seems like
0: free money. If they're Baltimore by 10, I take it. Yeah, that seems really... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, Patriot Seahawks. Patriot Seahawks. you have any notes for that? Um, working on those. So, I expect... I actually think Michelle might have a decent game. The, the The Patriots' backfield is going to be very limited as long as Cam Newton's playing. So obviously, probably the whole season. Well, that and they give like Rex Burkhead, James White, Sony Michelle. They give so many people work. If you look at Burkhead's numbers, he's actually pretty good on a per carry basis. No, he is. Yeah, <laughs> over his career. But yeah, that backfield's kind of a mess. Uh, Cam Newton is essentially the RB one there. So I I'm trying to avoid the situation. But if I had to play one, obviously it's Sony Michelle. Um, I think Danny Amendola is going to have another great night. Uh, I'm interested to see if Nikhil Harry gets any better. Julian Edelman. Who'd I say? Danny Amendola. What the heck? <laughs> Julian Edelman. Excuse me. I, I was just going on autopilot there. I don't know what happened. So, uh, I expect Edelman to have another big game. Uh, get a lot of catches. Uh, and like we said, Ed- I, I'm interested to see if Nikhil Harry looks any better, but I don't really have anybody on that offense. I'm excited about outside of them. Uh, as far as the Seahawks go, uh, I like the run game. I expect, I expect, uh, Chris Carson to get a lot of work. Uh, Russ is obviously a great play, and uh, you know this isn't news to anybody. But DK and uh, Lockett both are good starts. Yeah, I'm. I'm basically the same. I like Wilson. I think Carson's gonna be really good this game. Lockett and Metcalf. Um, regarding the Patriots, I think they're gonna come down. Like, I think they're probably the most overrated team in the league. Oh in the sense where they beat a horrible Dolphins team by 10 and everyone's acting like they're super yeah, good. Yeah, people are really jumping on the Cam narrative. For yeah, no, Cam. I mean, it's a good feel-good story for week one, but, I mean, he didn't do it against them. Cam will good. be fine for the most part. I don't expect him to get 75 rushing yards and two touchdowns again. And Edelman, I think, will be fine. But other than that, I don't want much of the Patriots. The line for this one is Seattle by 3.5, and, and I'll take that one. I'll, I myself personally will put money on that one because I think Seattle will beat them by – or should be them by at least fifteen to twenty. Cam or Roethlisberger, who would you start? It depends. If if my if the surrounding cast around them sucked and I needed a lot of points, I'd take Cam. But if I had like an if I had a decent surrounding cast, I'd take Roethlisberger. Who do you think he's gonna score more points? I think Roethlisberger will, but Cam has the potential to score a lot more. Okay, higher ceiling. Yeah. Uh, what, what did you say the line for this game? Three was? and a half. For who? Seattle. Uh, Seahawks plus points. Yeah, I I take Seattle plus or minus ten. The coaching is good though, so I don't want to discredit that Patriots. But I still. just think they're gonna. I still think Cam's a little rustier than people like to. Admit. Wait, he threw the ball f- what fifteen times last week? He wasn't very accurate. His receivers had to do a lot of adjusting, which Edelman's good enough to do. Monday night. Um, don't we have Chiefs Chargers still? We skipped it. Sunday night, <laughs> Chiefs Chargers. Chiefs Chargers. Um, oh boy, I'm expecting <laughs> a pretty big blowout here. Uh. Let's just keep this easy. This is going to be your a, Chiefs. I even think Sammy Watkins might have a good game. This is going to be a massacre. I I think Sammy Watkins could even have a good game here again. I hate to say it. Uh, just start all your Chiefs. Uh, as far as the Chargers go, I think Eckler is going to be fine. Uh, I'm very nervous about Keenan Allen. As long as Taylor's the QB there, I'm nervous about every single Charger. I am. Mike Williams looked really good though. I'm not betting on that. See, I think he. I I kind of do. I think. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are kind of low-end RB2 flex plays for me this week. But uh, I I do like both of them. Mike Williams I'd rather have in DFS over Keenan Allen, but uh, I'm not overly – I mean, they're going to be behind the whole game, so they're probably going to have to pass. I have a bold prediction. Oh. Austin Eckler will not score 10 fantasy points. Or he will not exceed 10 fantasy points. See, that's kind of – as a guy, he got 19 touches last week just on the ground. So – they're, I think they're, that, not gonna run, they're not going to be They're not going to be as nearly as close I'm, of a game. I'm though. just saying though that all it takes is you remember Austin Eckler from two years ago last year, but yeah, no two years ago he was Mister six touches and a 40 yard touchdown. I, I don't like Eckler this week. I'm just saying all he needs is but yeah, but you understand that one touchdown would put him above 10. I'm I would take. Yeah. I disagree. He will be over 10. But fair enough. I mean I, that's what a bold prediction. Yeah, is. I don't I don't like him this week. Uh, I'm Chiefs have to be double digits, right? Uh, I have everybody Chiefs who I like. I think Clyde Edwards is also going to have another fantastic follow-up game. That being said, the line isn't, to many people's surprise, in favor of the Chiefs for nine points. And I'm taking the Chiefs. <laughs> taking the Chiefs. Because they beat the Texans by more than nine, I believe. And this, the Texans are significantly better. This game, and I, I know that I'm somebody who never wins, but I just think this is like free money here. Yeah. But that's just me. Um. As you were trying to get to, let's move on to the uh, Monday, Monday Night, Night Football. Night. We have the Saints versus the Raiders. Would you like to start us out? I think the Raiders are going to be deceivingly competitive in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Josh Jacobs still, even though I think they're going to lose. I still think he's going to be a fine, a fine play. Did we – I never heard an update. What's the update on Henry Rods? Um, I think he was – questionable for this week i'm not 100 he's not like he didn't get really injured. i didn't think so i don't think if henry ruggs is not hurt i think he'll have a fine game and i think even david Carr, or Derek Carr might have a good game uh moving on to the saints obviously the running game in particular alvin kamara but even if michael thomas plays this week i don't like it just because I, I don't think, think he will. I think if they do throw him out there, he's just going to be out there. So people go, oh, there's Michael Thomas. We need to watch him like a hawk. Uh, I think Jared Cook, a guy who I don't like, I still think he's going to have Very a decent game this week. That's fine. But I think Jared Cook will have a good week this week too. And even, you know what, Emmanuel Sanders, he might he might need a little bit this week, especially uh, with, uh, with him being the number one guy. Yeah, I actually think quite a few guys on the Saints are going to be pretty good this week. Uh, I'm interested to see how Traequan Smith does kind of filling in in that role. I know he doesn't really have much, you know, many big games behind him, but I think he might, I wouldn't play him, but I think he might be an okay piece. Can maybe get, you know, get in the end zone, maybe do something on a long play. I know Breeze doesn't throw along too much, but, uh, I do think Sanders can put together a good game, but I think it's going to be a heavy Kamara game if I had to guess. Yeah. I think they're going to be throwing a lot to him. Uh, that would be my guess on that. Um, I think the Raiders are very overrated right now In terms of people giving them credit I mean they beat the Panthers who I believe were the second Or first worst defense last year Just you know if you look at The, the, the metrics so I, I Don't think I, I think that They're being very overrated for What they've done if that makes Any sense uh, I think the Saints defense Is a ton better I'm expecting the Saints just To kind of roll them mm-hmm. uh, Even without Thomas and I, I just Don't think that obviously you're starting Josh Jacobs Uh but I don't. I probably. I don't even know. I guess if you, if he doesn't play, maybe you'd play Hunter Renfro as a like a flex. But I I, I don't really know what you're going to be doing too much with the Raiders. So, do you? Which re, which receivers did you like? I can Henry rugs. Okay, and you're assuming he plays, which he yeah. If won't. he plays, yeah. Yeah, I just I don't trust Nelson Aguilar at all. No, I'm, I'm just. I'm not very excited about the Raiders this week. How about that? So uh, I think the Saints are going to roll them by over six. What's the uh, – unless you had wow. any last second things to add. Do we have no. a, a line on that one? We do have the line. Oh. And it is New Orleans by six points. Mm. <laughs> wow, look at me. I, I I'm have, taking the Ra- Raiders. Out of 16 games, I guessed one correctly. Uh, oh, you are? Mm. I'm taking the Saints. I think the Saints, this is going to be pretty easy for them. Suit yourself wink <laughs> all right so that's going to wrap up the podcast for today um i will post my updated rankings to the website hopefully either thursday night or well i guess i'd probably need to do that before the game tomorrow so i will maybe even i'll try to get them updated for tonight uh we'll see what happens uh but they will be up shortly um stay tuned for all of our updated content we are going to put out a couple podcasts that are not fantasy related oh uh, on friday I believe just fun things to uh, try to grow the channel a little more, uh, try to get double-digit views. And speaking of growing the channel, when you're on the channel, give us a like. It'll boost the algorithms to get us that much-needed exposure to the people. Even leave a nasty comment. But not too nasty where it'll get removed. But leave a nasty comment or, hey, if you like the show, even a nice comment. Uh, And just very quickly, what is our website? (laughs) And... Well, I mean, you find all of our stuff on the Mecca, which is finishfirstmedia.com. That's finishfirst, F-I-R-S-T, dot com, Or on our channels, Suit Yourself Pod, which can be found on Spotify. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. Or if you're watching the video that you liked, it could also be on YouTube. Uh, and we are going to – you might notice that we have a lot of old blogs on the website. We're going to try to see what we can do about getting some updated content on there. Uh, I do not like writing. Very much, and uh, Brandon has been pretty I got, busy. I but... got super far in one, and then it was running backs I liked. And then I thought mm. about it and looked in and heard reports from camp, and like Le'Veon Bell was one of them. Uh. Cause at the point, I'm like, well, how could he get any worse? But then we get like, I hear all the reports say he's terrible. I'm like, oh, shoot, well, I gotta change that. So I'm in mean, the process of changing it, and then yeah, I got really busy with school, and then it's just important to remember that we are two gentlemen who did not get paid for this, who have relatively busy outside lives so, so it's hard to find the time to give do the a video this a stuff. like then to boost the ad revenue okay all right well we've been going an hour and uh 11 minutes here so For we that will... short episode we talked about yeah, so we will well, i mean it's significantly shorter than the last couple Is it? so we will we are going to be signing out if you have any questions please let us know uh we'll do our best to answer them on air uh otherwise have a great rest of your week and enjoy week two i know i can't wait personally i i figured. brimming with excitement All right, we'll see everybody later.